Hi, hello, how are you? Welcome, sunshine, to the Waves of Joy podcast. My name is Shauna Jabell, a certified personal trainer, digestive health specialist, transformational nutrition coach, registered diagnostic medical sonographer, and successful six-figure entrepreneur. I am obsessed with helping women navigate the undercurrents of life. The time we spend together will teach you how to live simply, leave the mundane, travel the world, demystify happiness, and radiate joy. So get ready to massively up-level your life starting today. I'm using a ton of mental energy wishing things were different and want to refocus that energy on myself. Maybe this is you now, maybe this is you in the past or even in the future. Regardless, I bet you there's something here for you. Now, you know before I deep dive into being real with y'all that I like to keep it light. So for fun, I looked up some interesting dating statistics. Now, it is 2022. Most of us are dating online. I have to tell you, man, it's like more effort than the Peloton. Like your finger gets tired. I deleted the dating app back in December when I started dating my ex-boyfriend. And then for fun, when my parents were here, I re-downloaded it and I was all like, nope, too much effort. I used it for like three days and I was like, nope, 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 not happening. But regardless, it works for some people. And online dating is now the most popular way to meet a spouse, which is insane. I'm always like, I still believe that I'm going to meet my future husband in like the grocery store or the gym because, well, millennials these days swipe for an average of 10 hours a week. Do you know what you could do with those 10 hours? I do. Sleep. (laughs) Kind of crazy. Um, There are statistics that show that the average age for an online dater is age 33, which is interesting, and a solid 28% of online daters make over $75,000 a year. So people make really good money. And I have a feeling like most people that are online dating, you know, they do have a job that requires them to be there and they make, you know, they make good money and they support themselves, or at least I like to hope so. But um, women in their 20s receive the most likes and messages. The first Sunday in January is the year's busiest swiping day. So if you're single, the first Sunday in January, mark it on the calendar. Y'all, fewer than 1% of Bumble women are seeking a hookup. That's good. That's real good. I was impressed with that one. Um, Singles like dating profiles with four or more photos. So Put your photos up there, okay? And not ones from like 10 years ago either. You know, if I meet you in person and you don't look anything like your photo, mm -mm, red flag, red flag. And about one in 10 singles quit online dating after three months. (laughs) That's true. There's a large burnout rate, which is common because it's exhausting. And people are like, not everybody's on there for the right reasons, right? I'm like, if I'm online dating, I'm going to meet you within the first week of talking to you. I don't have a week to talk to you. And now I don't even have a minute to meet with you. So I'm not online dating. And during the pandemic, one in five daters insisted on wearing a mask. I don't know, just some fun dating facts. But today, we're going to dive into something serious. And I wanted to go a couple of routes with this today. So I titled this, We Were Only Casual, But I Caught Feelings. Because most of us have been here before. A fun, casual fling goes on longer than expected. And one day you find yourself catching feelings. And maybe it's been weeks or months of just casually dating. And one of you wants things to get a little bit more serious. And the other one doesn't. Other one's like, why fix what's not broken, right? And in one instance, there's, you know, there's been, I don't know, like, 
being exclusive, right? So I think you can casually date and be exclusive. Does that make sense? But like, not have expectations. However, I think this day and age, when you meet somebody, y'all need to be on the same page about your values, okay? Because if it's been six months and you're crying yourself to sleep and you're wondering why he's not available for you to call his boy, you know, to be your boyfriend, and then you can't let him go and you're just clinging to something that's not even real, like that's not healthy for your mind and your mental energy does not need to be going to that. So it's time to refocus energy on yourself, know what you want, know what conversation you need to have up front. So the only casual doesn't turn into shoulda, woulda, coulda, but it never was gonna be. Now, first off, ruminating can be a way to deal with circumstances when we're young whether that's uncertainty or painful situations. And as adults, this can really become a form of self-sabotage. We're not moving forward. We feel guilty about moving forward or shameful for not doing it. So we forget about ourselves. And maybe we just feel hurt for the other person. Maybe we're trying to fix them. Maybe we're just like, man, I've invested so much time. I thought they would be willing to invest that time back into me. Whatever the case may be, One of you is going to catch feelings, one of you is going to want one thing, one of you is going to want the other, unless you lay things right out in the beginning. And you know what? I'm not saying people can't change their minds, right? So in the beginning, be like, yeah, I'm definitely looking for something serious. And then, you know, some time goes by and it's like, I still am looking for that, but I don't feel that way about you. And that's really important to have that conversation because as much as it hurts, you know, time is valuable too. We can't get that back. So ask yourself, the tough questions and then ask them the tough questions and have the tough conversations because it's worth asking, you know, why you spend so much time casually dating someone. Like, what are you waiting for? How did you hope it would end? And what did you really want to begin with? Did you ever ask for it or declare it or were you too afraid? Now I have to tell you, Shauna dating in her thirties, I'm sorry, men. Uh, if I went on a date with you, we have conversations up front. Y'all, let me talk to you about like a first, second date conversation that I have, okay? I wanna know core values and beliefs. Do you wanna be married? Do you wanna have kids? What was your life like growing up? What is your five-year plan? What do you do for work? Do you enjoy your work, more importantly? How do you show up every single day? If you've taken time for yourself to heal, how did you heal yourself? And what do you incorporate daily to make sure you can show up as that person, okay? You're all like, holy crap, Shauna, no wonder you're single. And I'm all like, yeah, I know. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? Also, other tough conversations. Have you ever had STDs? Have you been tested for STDs? Would you be willing to be tested for STDs? Um, Any, you know, um, let's see. I don't know. I'm just trying to think of like things that I've asked people. And it's like, man, um, any uh, drug use? Like, are you, uh, do you vape all the time? Do you smoke cigarettes? Do you drink alcohol? What are your coping mechanisms? Like, these are important. Do you have anxiety, depression? What are you struggling with? I, nobody is perfect. I'm not perfect. And I'm not saying all this has to come out on date one or two, but like, y'all, within a, a reasonable amount of time of getting to know somebody, you need to have these conversations. And you know what I find? Guys like how forward I am about this stuff because I don't want to beat her on the bush. I'm not looking for a hookup. I'm not. I've never done that ever. I don't even know. Is that thrilling? I don't know. Drop a comment or something if it is, because I just, I don't know. I've just never been that person. I just haven't. And I'm not saying every guy I meet, I put their last name after mine. mine. However, I'm never on like hinge or, you know, I never meet somebody. I'm like, oh yeah, this is going to be a good one night. 
No, I just haven't. And the last guy I was talking to, like, after my ex-boyfriend, I nonchalantly said, oh, we should just hook up. This relationship thing doesn't seem to be working for me. And I was like, kind of kidding, but kind of not, right? And I've never done that, truth be told, but not intentionally. And I've definitely been ghosted before. And guess what? This guy, he definitely wanted something more serious. So he just slowly stopped texting me. And I realized what I said. And I was like, oh, well, we wanted different things. And I'm not saying I didn't want a relationship with this person, but we're at very different points in our life. And those um, those paths were going completely opposite directions. So I made that comment very innocently. But again, he's looking for something a lot more serious. And that's so fine. I'm so okay with that. Um, no hard feelings. And now listen, I'm not new to the dating world. Okay, I'm like a professional first dater. Like, can't tell you about dates two, three, or four, but no, I'm just kidding. Um, that was kind of funny though. Did you laugh? I just, I know what I want. And we've reached a point in our lives, I feel like. It's all over social media. It's on podcasts. It's just like, what are your non-negotiables? And like, when do you sacrifice? When do you think like, okay, I'm willing to compromise this. Okay. It's interesting because I was listening to a podcast this morning and there was a woman and she was in her 50s and had never lived alone had only been single like six months in her life. And my question to myself was like, do you even know who you are without the other person? And I'm like our great grandparents, I feel like we're like that. But like today is very different. And it brought me back to my eight year relationship in high school into college. We had so much growing up to do. My dad would always say, he's a small town boy, Shauna. You're, you know, you're, you're doing big things with your life. This is never going to work out. And maybe that kind of stuck in my head. But yeah, he's still in my hometown. And I haven't lived there in 12 years or something like that. I've lived all over the United States. So Sometimes your paths just go opposite directions, but it's just so important to know who you are and know willing know what you're willing to compromise and sacrifice for somebody that you love. Uh, often we don't know who we are or what we want, so we can't even make those decisions. We have this decision fatigue where we're like, ah, oh, not really sure what I want. So does settling down with their first love work for some people? For sure. Maybe that's you and that's amazing. But nowadays realize it's perfectly normal to enjoy being alone and even for long periods of time. I recently was talking to somebody and he felt the same way I did. It's like, I'm so good with being alone. I worry about letting somebody in again and if I can do that. And I have to tell you guys, prior to my last relationship, I wondered if I could love again or like if I wondered if I could like, I don't know, share a bed with somebody or just like he liked the... um cups in the cupboard in a certain way. I was all like, oh, that's weird. Um, but I still do that. And so I just, I love myself. And maybe it's dangerous how much I love myself and my life so much. But let me tell you, having somebody to share your life with, there are no words for that. And so as much as that didn't work out for me, he showed me I could love again. He showed me I could truly care and let somebody in it. And I love him for that. And I always will. And maybe you're at that point in your life right now where you're like, I'm just okay alone. I don't want to be vulnerable. I, I fear, you know, getting hurt, getting cheated on, all the things. But we can't live in fear. That's no way to live your life. And when it comes to dating, you might not want to take my personal advice. You might be like, Shauna, <laughs> I am not listening to anything you say. You are single. But just know I read a lot. So everything I tell you guys, well, like half of it, okay, 50-50 is personal experience. 50-50 is, you know, I read a lot. So 
something I could say might be useful for you. And one thing I want to offer you that's been working for me lately is setting my intentions and really getting to know who this person is, like going in without judgment, not going in judging them based on their age or where they live or what they do for work. Who are they on the inside? Don't settle for less than what you really want, but you need to know what you want and know that you need to have clear communication for that. No wishy-washy behavior like choosing someone who only wants to keep things casual. And if that's you right now, get your shit together. Nobody wants to deal with that. We're not messing around. We're here to define and find the relationship you actually want, which means sorting through what is what what it's not and becoming the type of person who gets to have that relationship. They say make a list, become the list. Make a list of who you're looking for, what you're looking for. Speak it into existence and then become that person. You'll attract that person. Now, most people go into a dating with a mindset of, I'll just date enough. Eventually, this casual thing will turn into the relationship I want. Mm -mm. That's so rare, very unlikely. And the idea that casual relationships turn into serious, committed relationships is truly a myth. And people who are tolerating casual relationships, you know, to me, you're justifying, they're justifying their circumstances. Like, they don't think they deserve better, or they're afraid. Be confident, ladies. Women need to be more confident in what they want. Men need to know what they want and communicate it. You don't want to repeat your 10 last relationships that failed. I didn't think I'd be going to, I'm going to be 32 next month and I'm still dating. What? At one time I was married. Like I just, you don't know. And I'm laughing because I'm like, this is wonderful. I love this for me. But I was one of those people. So I have no judgment around it. I'm pretty good at calling my own smelly bullshit from from the past, then it can be frustrating to want to move forward and feel stuck thinking about it. Maybe you're mourning the past, but if you're mourning the past, you're not manifesting your future. So look back to integrate the lessons, not to have regrets. Where did you abandon yourself? Where did you lose who you were? People are afraid of getting back into relationships because typically after an unhealthy relationship, if you do take time to heal, You're afraid of getting back into a relationship because you're afraid of losing yourself again. Don't do that to yourself. Demand the relationship that you want. Declare it. Be that person. Have accountability for your behavior. And maintain a connection with somebody that's not casual. We need to own the places where we're acting from a low place of accountability. This usually stems from believing we're not worthy of getting the thing we say we want. If we want a serious relationship, know your worth. Know you deserve that. You know, you don't need to jump into bed with him just because. You don't need to keep it casual and be afraid of asking if it's serious or not just because. Literally just started talking to somebody recently and I was like, hey, like, Are you seeing anybody? Because I'm not seeing anybody right now. Just wondering if we're on the same page. Just, you know, we've been talking and I never want to be the other woman, right? I don't ever want to be that person. I'm just open, you guys. I'm an open book. And I let these people come into my life. And it's funny how they do because I'm not seeking them. And it's when you're not seeking that you find. And if you are seeking, you usually find too. But it's usually you find what you don't want. You know what I'm saying? So what we actually want is something higher, this evolved version of ourselves and of our relationships. But we tend to lower the bar because we're afraid we won't find anyone who will meet it. That's where compromise comes in versus settling versus whatever you want to call it. 
Let me say that again. We lower the bar because we're afraid we won't find someone who will meet it. Why does everybody else see your potential but you? Now, when I, I'm being transparent with you guys, like, after I went through a divorce, I talked to my ex-husband multiple times. He flew out to California to see me. We met up once in South Carolina. And, like, it was like I was expecting something to be different every time I saw him. And I was like, no, like, you're just going back to what's comfortable. It's not what you want. It's never going to be the same again. And it wasn't. And it wasn't like he's a great person, but he's not my person. And that's okay. It's totally okay. I want nothing but the best for him. People think I'm weird. I'm just, when it comes to stuff like that, I don't wish, like the person you have the most hatred towards, which I can't even think of a person. That's the person you need to let go of the most. You need to forgive the most because all disease stems from not forgiving. Unforgiveness literally destroys us from the inside out. So I hold a ton of compassion for whoever's hurt you and for you. But I want you to find yourself. Find who's a good fit for you. Don't settle. Don't settle for casual. Most of us are caught up in what society deems normal. And we lower our expectations because we're like, oh, Sally, Joe, and John are all married to A, B, and C. And, oh, well, you know, they got their problems, but I need I need to pick somebody. Like, this is a little ridiculous. Oh, my God, stop that right now. Stop settling for people who can't show up for you. When you do this, you're abandoning who you are. You're abandoning yourself, and that's where you lose yourself. And you're not showing up for yourselves or your needs And maybe some of you have children. Are you showing up for them? Like you need to be the best version of you to attract these people into your life. And the sooner we can recognize this, the sooner we can start to change these vicious patterns. Your thoughts create your experiences. So what are you telling yourself? Did you look in the mirror today and be like, today is another day. It is what it is. I'm fat. I'm ugly. I should probably shave my legs. I don't know what's going on in your life, you guys. But... I just know you can attract what you really want. So often we have these non-negotiables and then we enter enter into relationships and we're like, if he cheats that motherfucker, I'm done. And then he cheats. And what do we do? We justify it. Well, it's been seven years. I've invested so much time. I probably deserved it. I didn't need, I, I didn't give him any sex the past three weeks. Okay, stop right now. Your non-negotiables need to match your values and your values need to stay with you for the rest of your life. They're not something you let go of just because you've invested a lot of time into a person or a relationship because you're losing who you are. Your values are your values. What you tell yourself you deserve is exactly what the universe will give you. So where are you settling? Where are you lacking accountability? Where have you lost connection? And what are you waiting for? These casual commitments, how are you hoping they end? What do you really want? Did you ever ask for it or declare it? Nobody's going to read your mind. Nobody at all. So if you're using a ton of mental energy, wishing things were different in your life, and you want to refocus that energy on yourself and your relationships, be very clear about what you want. Most casual things don't turn into anything. So if that's the point you're at in your life right now, and it's serving you, 
Maybe it will for a short amount of time, but remember, the more you keep the casual and comfortable close, the further away you push your future, the further away you push what's supposed to be happening for you. So in the moment, it may feel good, but what do you want long-term? Remember, I hold a ton of compassion in my heart for, for you, for me, for everybody. But dating has to have boundaries as well. And a casual fling can go on a lot longer than expected, and I don't want you to get hurt. So ask yourself, what do you want right now? Are you wishing things were different? And how are you going to refocus that energy? I love you all so freaking much. Please drink your water, eat your veggies, smile, be a kind human, give back, and share this episode with a friend.